typically, uh, as, as we're proceeding through the song service, I typically uh, will at least have an idea of what is on my mind. Uh, and uh, sometimes that changes. Most time it doesn't. But um, uh, I have the... And ministers have the added advantage during the song service of knowing that y'all don't know what I'm going to talk about, and uh, I know I don't know everything. God has to supply that, but uh, so I have the added advantage of as we're going through the song selections, reading the the poems, and knowing well this 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 is exactly this this covers it and all and. And the the uh, I think it was the first song that Brother Roger led. Yeah, three fifty three. Uh, more holiness, give me. And throughout that whole song, I didn't count how many mores were in that, but all these mores. And and that song, that poem, uh, kind of tied in the, the last time I preached uh, a couple of weeks Sundays ago, and then with what I have on my mind today, and all. And that's reassuring. That's helpful to a minister for that to happen, and all. Uh, sometimes it's multiple songs, and I'm not telling people what to select, uh, but God's providentially guiding you, I believe. Uh, so uh, I'm thankful for that, that, uh, that add, added little bonus to the song service for, for ministers. I'm going to go to the 86th Psalm and begin there this morning. Uh, Eighty-six Psalm. That's a pretty large book. Shouldn't be hard to find. <clears throat> not not like Jude, something like that. But uh, Psalm eighty-six. Uh, let me read a few ver- verses in this and move move ahead. Bow down thine ear, O Lord. Hear me. For I am poor and needy. That's certainly a good lesson on how to begin a prayer and the uh, emotion that you should have, the spirit you should have. I'm poor and needy. I, I need something. I have to fight myself to not... And there's, there's nothing. People blessed to pray. However you pray, you just pray. But I try to begin, I've told you this, to begin by thanking God for blessings and his son, Jesus Christ. And so I try not to begin by just starting off asking for stuff. <laughs> just thank him. Thank him. Uh, I'm poor and needy, and, 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 and I, I, I need something. Um, preserve my soul, for I am holy. Uh, o thou, my God, save thy servant that trusteth in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. I hope, hope I do. Rejoice the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. I hope we do. hope we do. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive. Wonderful blessing in knowing that. And plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. All them that call upon thee, that's who he's, he has ready uh, mercy, uh, plenteous uh, for them. Give ear 
O Lord, unto my prayer and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. Sounds like he knows that. In the day of my trouble, thou wilt answer me. He'll do it. I felt that. And he says in the eighth verse, Among the gods, lowercase g, gods, there is none like unto thee, O Lord, neither are there any works like unto thy works. Exodus 20, in Exodus 20, it says, Thou shalt not have any gods before me. One of the commandments there. Not any gods. And you know, as I've told you, and I, but I'm, I am charged to remind you of, of these things and that we, uh, we have many gods, not an entity that we might worship. We don't, we don't, I don't think we have a problem with that. But things, things, uh, many things. And as uh, that, uh, that uh, brazen serpent that they were instructed by God to, to construct, uh, and then, uh, and then uh, they were, it saved them physically, literally. It saved their lives and all. Then as time went on, they abused that thing that God had told them, and then it was, just, it was destroyed, Hezekiah. Uh, we can turn gods, uh, our, our things that are good, into gods in our lives. Uh, so we all have different ones. And uh, as I've confessed before, and I'll tell you again, so you have something else, write it down, that I confess that I am a professional at rationalizing those things in my life. And, and, and I still am. I can say it again today as I've said it before in the last six years here uh, because it's still true. But I pray that, that I don't. But thou shalt not have any gods before me. This is a commandment. Uh, Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord, neither are there any works like unto thy works. Let me jump to the 11th verse. Get down to the verse that... Uh, piqued my mind uh, to in heart, I hope, to, to preach this today. 11th verse says, Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. That's a, that's a huge prayer right there. Teach me thy way because I don't know it. I, I don't know it. We, we don't. Teach me thy way. His ways are not like our ways. I will walk in thy truth. In thy truth. Now, he, he makes this statement here, and uh, pretty uh, bold. I will walk in that. Well, will you? You know, I, I say that to myself. Well, I will walk in that. Truth. I hope, and I'll, I think about, again, go back to the Apostle Peter. That he said he would he would give up his life for Jesus Christ. He'll go even to the grave, and he he meant that at that time. Did he continue to walk constantly in the path of Jesus Christ? No, no, he denied him as Jesus prophesied. Uh, but he felt that 
I, at certain times, I do. I say, nope, this is it. I'm going to. Uh, one of the songs seemed like we sang today ta- spoke of repentance. And, and uh, uh, I, I truly uh, want to repent of things. And that's to turn aside, to go a different direction, to, uh, to turn around uh, and, and not go back. There's That last part is my problem. So I have to pray for that. Pray for that. Uh, then he says, 12th verse, I will praise thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart. All my heart. I can barely say that in, in, in my case. I will praise thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything having to do with the new year, a new year, a resolution, if you will, and all. We could, we could uh, uh, say that we will do that 12th verse right there anytime, April, August. Just start then. Start now doing that. As a church, we, we must do that with all my heart. That's the emphasis. Now, uh, there are many examples of this, and, and I, could, I have plenty. Or t- I would take up too much time with my personal examples of not doing that with all my heart. It's, it's just, and I could go to... Uh, uh, Malachi and talk about the, the sickly, lame sacrifices, and I have before, that we give to God. We hold back the best. I should say, I do. I hold back the best. Oh, God will be fine with that. I just read to you how merciful he is. Oh, we're going to be okay. If I don't do this this time, we'll be fine. Uh, but uh, he, God demands that. And we owe it to him. Jesus Christ died for us. He sacrificed. He he sacrificed himself for us. God did. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God did that. He provided a sacrifice and all. So how are we going to worship him? Now, uh, this this one, I don't want to get off on on, on, uh, secular things and so forth, but I'll just mention this, this example of of uh, uh, a case when I don't believe someone uh, was 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 praising him uh, God uh, with uh, uh, his whole heart. I will praise thee, O Lord, my God, with my my all my heart. In another uh, church many years ago, that I uh, one of the first churches I pastored, but uh, I ser- tried to serve as pastor. Uh, but a, a sister had told me uh, before church, said, well, if you see me on my phone, uh, uh, I'm, I've got a Bible on there. I've got a Bible on there. I'll be, I'm reading that. Don't think anything of that and all. Like, I, didn't, I didn't think anything of it. Didn't after services that day. But uh, someone had happened to walk out during while I was trying to preach, and uh, it wasn't uh, the Bible. It was a game. It was a game. Was was that was that saint of God? Was that holy one a member of the church? Was she with her whole heart, all her heart, 
giving her sacrifice to God? I don't think so. Had she been doing a, a shopping list on her phone, whatever it is. Now, I'm not going to, some of you do have Bibles on your phones. Don't, not, not getting on your toes. Uh, 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 Brother Ronnie does, plus he, he takes notes, I know. I see him every week in his email. I know, because he doesn't remember all that. He remembers a lot, but not all that. He makes notes. Now, I'm not getting on y'all for that, but I'm just making a point that we must give our all to God. God demands it. He demands it. And I owe it to him. And that I, I don't. It, it's, it's me. And uh, as a church and as a pastor of that church, uh, I must remind you all of that. I must. Because I love you. Just like a natural uh, a parent. Uh, if I didn't love my child, I wouldn't correct him. Why bother? Just take the least resistant path there. Give them whatever they want. I don't care. Just so they quit crying, throwing a tantrum, whatever it is. It's rough. And we see that now in our, in our granddaughter. <laughs> uh, so she's not perfect. I'll go ahead and say that on record. But anyway, so, but we, we uh, as a pastor, if we're going to shepherd a, a church, uh, Number one, I owe it to God to do that. I owe it to the congregation or else God will remove the candlestick. He will. He has. And I don't want that. It's not from my looks or reputation. It's because we owe it to God. He deserves it. And because since he loved us first, we love him. And even today, we look look forward and we look above to the time that we will uh, be with him. We won't have to worry about all this stuff. We've got so much to do. We've got so much to do. So I will praise thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. Then, then let me jump down, then I'll, I'll go to uh, the New Testament for a moment in the 15th, 15th verse. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion. And thou, O Lord, art a God that's gracious and long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. That's the God that is deserving of of the, our praise with all our heart. O turn unto me and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant and save the son of thy handmaid. And when we pray, I don't know of a prayer that I've prayed, maybe it, when I was a kid and I'd, I'd pray and I wouldn't think of everything, different mind. I wish I could remember some of the prayers I prayed back when I was young, like y'all and everything, and younger. The words that I said to God, I don't remember though, but I don't remember a prayer that I've prayed where I did not ask for the mercy of God. That's, that's one of my biggest and, and first asks of God, his mercy. Because I don't want to receive what I deserve in this life. I already have received what I don't deserve in eternity. I've gotten that. I have that now. 
and all. But I tell you what, let me tell you this. Just like the sister down in Houston one time, that she was worried. She, we, she approached uh, a couple of the ministers there and said, I'm, I'm just afraid that God gets tired of me praying to him all the time. I'm always bugging him, bothering him. And had to convince her, God does not get tired of you praying to him. He delights in it. Uh, does he want it? Is he in need of something? He, he, he is perfect and righteous in all ways, but he delights in that. You keep praying to him. And, and when I ask you to, whether it be through an email, that's one of the easiest ways to get, get instantly out to so many people except those who goes into junk mail. So anyway, so try to look and drag it out. Unless you consider my junk. Anyway, let me go to 2 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. 2 Corinthians, 13th chapter. Second Corinthians, chapter 13. The fifth verse, fifth verse. See, you're already, already probably, if you've gotten there and read the first couple of words, you're thinking, oh my goodness. But uh, it says, examine yourselves. Examine yourselves. Whether ye be in the faith, prove your own selves. Prove your own selves. So, Apostle Paul's gotten real personal. And I tell you what, if uh, there have been some preachers that have, uh, I think, that, that at, the t- at the, that moment, and, and maybe, maybe I'm one of them, I sure hope not, but anyway, that got so bold and, 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 and just uh, getting out there and stepping on people's toes and, and getting into business. You know, you've stopped preaching, gone to meddling, that kind of thing. That, but they were not blessed. It's like this is not being blessed. You need to get get off of that and all. If God blesses a minister, he can say anything that God gives him to say. But he blesses the congregation too. So this is talking to me too. Examine myself. Examine examine yourselves. Whether you be in the faith, prove, test, prove your own selves. Uh, know you not your own selves? How that Jesus Christ is in you. Except ye be reprobates. And I want to talk about this word reprobates uh, also for a few minutes. Go to another couple of places here. But examine your, yourself. Uh, of course, it's to uh, scrutinize, to test, though. To test. That's uh, If you look in, in a concordance and, and all, that's the definition of that. Is examine yourselves, uh, but certainly scrutinize. Look. Review, you know, how else are we going to make corrections in what we're doing if we're doing something that's in error, uh, especially to a, a another brother or sister? What if we don't even know? Uh, but uh, but to test that now, one the only example that I'll present one that I ran across in in studying some of this. Is if you are to if you are going to go out and and uh, use an axe and uh, chop down a tree or whatever you're going to use it on, 
is certainly you ex- examine it, you look at it, you scrutinize it, you look. You know, you, ma- you want to make sure that metal part on the end of the handle is on there, <laughs> okay? Do that. But you go out and you test it out. If it's, if it's all right, it's, it's fine, then it's going to be sharp, it's going to be put together well and, and so forth, and you, you, it's, you're going to chop down that tree. If not, you're going to have to make some adjustments. This thing is dull. I've been chopping on this tree for an hour and you know, hardly even made a, uh, any dent in it. And all. You've got to go back, sharpen it. You've got to make some adjustments. Certainly if the, if the, the metal part goes off of, of the handle, uh, uh, then you, you have to repair it and all. Same with this. Examine yourselves. Uh, test that. Test it. Prove it. It says prove. Prove your own self. So he repeats really what he said there uh, and all. Uh, except, except ye be reprobates. A reprobate is uh, simply one that is unapproved or rejected. Unapproved or rejected. Now, I think, and, and certainly you can think of it just in human terms, but... Uh, Unapproved and rejected of God. We'll see that in a moment. And then, therefore, worthless. Well, if God doesn't approve, then, of whatever that is, for the moment, for whatever time period there, while we're here, uh, we are worthless in serving him. Now, we are never worthless in fact, we are we have been made priceless by the blood of Christ. So we're we're priceless. We will never be worthless in that. But in this walk of life, in our pilgrimage, in our sojourning. Sojourning. Uh, we are. So we have to uh, uh, we we don't want to be in this situation. Now, now that eighty six Psalm certainly told how what kind of prayer we pray to get out of that situation. And many times, I know with me, uh, and, and, and I think it's natural that we first, the first thing, thought we have when we think, oh, I'm, maybe something's wrong here, maybe I'm doing something wrong, making a mistake, I'm in error, maybe I've offended somebody, uh, is that uh, I go to my feelings uh, or, or my, uh, uh, my views on something or emotions and all, but what we do, what we need to do is, is look at, the, at our views and feelings and emotions versus the Word of God. That's, that's hard. That's hard for me. I think, oh, I know it says that. I know it says that. Uh, but uh, it's hard. But uh, I tell you what needs to win out is not our views, feelings, emotions, opinions, and that's rough for me. I'll just say that. It, it, is, it is very, very difficult. Now, in Romans, the first chapter, Romans chapter 1, uh, 28th verse, Romans 1, 28. <clears throat> Let me just read this first and expand a little bit. says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind 
to do those things which are not convenient. So he gave them over. And so even as they did not like to retain God in their uh, knowledge, they did not, this, in this scenario here, and I'll explain a little bit of that, but I'm not going to go and certainly not read a bunch of this. You can. Uh, but uh, they didn't even acknowledge God. He, he was all, already not in their mind, in their thoughts, and certainly in their actions. You read from about... Uh, the 21st verse down to the 27th before then, and then continued even through the 28th and on 29th, 30th verse, and all these words. You can probably glance there right now in your Bible and see the ones below this in verse 29, 30. I'm not going to go into that. These, from t- these were some terrible people. That's not. That's not y'all. I'll speak Texan for a minute. That's, that's not y'all. I know that. I know that. And then, but when he says God gave them over, because of that, they're not acknowledging God. Remember Exodus 20. He'll not have any gods before him. And then Psalm 86, uh, what was it, 12. uh, Yeah, 12. Uh, But then he says God gave them over to a reprobate mind, almost like he caused them to do something bad or wicked. No. Their, their state of mind at that point and their actions and all were disapproved of God, and he just turned them over to that. And again, even if you even just now scan from the 21st verse down, it's terrible stuff. And so... I, I don't have to, have to go. I don't have to go through, and I don't want to go through these details here. You can read that, but then, uh, so you think, okay, and it kind of helps me that when when the verse that says there's nothing new under the sun, you know, today, you read that, and then you go into the third chapter as well in other places. But there's there's not the evil wickedness and so forth. There's different methods, there's different accessibilities to things and all that, but it's, it's right here. God has given us the answer to everything in his word uh, here. So God gave them over to a, a reprobate mind to do those things which are not uh, convenient. Uh, now in Micah, Micah 6, chapter 6, I believe, Micah chapter 6, uh, and actually ran across this was when I was reading through uh, the, uh, and I hope y'all went to or, or, or planned to go to the, uh, the link that Brother Royce sent to that uh, Zion's lamp, that, and, and technologically he's done a great job with this flip book deal and all that, but it uh, uh, makes it very easy to read, but Elder Philip Conley actually had an article in there out of Micah chapter 6. Uh, and Micah's not that that big. I'll give you a minute to get there if you are. <laughs> but I'm going to get some thoughts out of here. <clears throat> um, because I don't, I don't want to be in that... I don't want to be... have Even have the mind of a reprobate, unapproved of God. Have I had that in my life? Yes. I've been in a situation, and I know for a fact, now he, his, you know, what is, uh, your sins and iniquities I will remember no more. He chose not to forget them, but to no longer remember those because of what Christ did and and because of his almighty power. 
Oh, but what could I do that? Choose not to remember something. But I think, you know, God, he, he doesn't forget. And uh, you know, I, I my little human mind can't grasp this. But, uh, uh, but I, I, I know that at the time that I had the mind and the actions of a reprobate disapproved of God. Uh, and maybe he did. He turned me over to that. It's not just these old people back in the Old Testament. What does that have to do with us today? It has everything to do with us. Jesus Christ is in the Old Testament. So in the sixth sixth chapter of of Micah, um, so in uh, this one, I just want to go through, uh, not... Consecutive. I'm going to go through the first eight verses quick. Let me just do this. Hear ye now what the Lord saith. Arise, contend thou before the mountains, and let the hills hear thy voice. Hear ye, O mountains, the Lord's controversy, and ye strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord hath a controversy with his people, and he will plead with Israel. He will plead with Israel. He is not a weak God pleading, Israel, please, please do this. Something like that. When we plead for something, uh, and uh, I think many examples of that and, and all. But uh, he's not, he's, he is pleading his case. He's going to plead his case right here. He's got a case to present to Israel right here. But he's saying, hear you now what the Lord saith. Arise, contend now. Contend or... Plead uh, before the mountains. Now then, in the third and fourth verses, well, third through fifth, I guess, he's, he is contending. He is, God is pleading his case. O oh, my people, what have I done unto thee? Because they were in his judgment, they, they had rejected God. This is Israel. This isn't Gentiles, it isn't the heathens, the uncircumcised. This is Israel, the people of God here. Oh, my people, what have I done unto thee? And wherein have I wearied thee? Wearied them? Again, go back to to Malachi. That's all through there. It's a good book. Last one in the Bible, go to Matthew and back up one. It's real easy to find. Uh, And... I should, I should contemplate that. I should uh, reckon that. Have I, uh, uh, have I considered that God uh, has wearied me in any way in my life, in anything? I shouldn't think that way. I would be as a reprobate. Uh, testify against me, he says. Testify against me. You're going to have your chance. For I brought thee up out of the land of Egypt and redeemed thee out of the house of servants and, and I sent before thee Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. So there's some evidence there. He's presenting evidence. Uh, let me just skip over the fifth verse. Um, now then, it switches. He's done. He's had his, his closing arguments there. In the sixth verse, it says, Wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God. Uh, now Israel is presenting their case. They're contending. They're pleading their case. They're pleading. 
Shall I come before him with burnt offerings and with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with, the, uh, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Am I going to have to do all this? Is that all I'm going to have to do? They're listening in all this stuff, and they're, ple- they're quote-unquote pleading their case. This is not a very good case. These are not very good arguments there. But each of these things they list, to me, it looks legalistic. Uh, now, where they do a lot of this stuff, you know, the sacrifices and so forth, everything. Yeah, they were to, to, to follow that. Uh, but they're saying, am I to do all this? Uh, but then the eighth verse is what I've been leading down to uh, here. Uh, Verse 8 says, so here's the answer here. He has showed thee, O man, what is good. He has shown thee what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee? So I'm going to listen to that as a comma. What does the Lord require of thee there? Mm Mm-hmm. He has showed thee, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God, with thy God, in the same direction, the same path, not opposite, not off that, as Brother Keith mentioned, I believe it was him last Sunday, about getting off of that, that path and, and so forth, unless someone else has said, doesn't matter who said it, but right ditch or left ditch, you stay on that path. Someone I was speaking to, maybe. Anyway, so he, showed, he hath showed to thee, O man, what is good. We know what's good. And that, listen, that eighth verse there, that is plenty. That, that's, there's our marching orders right there. Now, in so in even in our worship service, uh, we we should we, we the legalistic stuff there uh, that uh, yes we need to do certain things and also remember uh, temperance moderation and all Galatians chapter five the fruit of the spirit and, and so forth and all uh, we have that in all things we use that's a that is a, a battle that's a battle is to have that moderation. Even moderation in when do you say something? When do you try to fix something? Have I given God long enough uh, to fix something? Uh, or, oh, am I supposed to be doing something here? Those are the things that uh, constantly go through my mind as a pastor. Because uh, one of my duties, one of my responsibilities uh, as a pastor is to see to, uh, uh, I would say, the spiritual happiness of the congregation. And I mean every individual. That's hard because all of you are different. I don't mean to keep looking at y'all. I mean, you know, all of you are different. Everyone's different. The emotions, the opinions, uh, 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 even the, 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 maybe even slight beliefs in theology, something like that. Uh, but, uh, uh, but to make, and, and I need to be aware of that. And I, I have failed. I failed at that. 
and I don't want to because it's important because you are, uh, you're not just Brentwood Hills Church. You are the bride of Christ in its entirety. We have to realize that. Uh, we have to. Uh, we have to have that fellowship. We must. Uh, I can't serve a church that will not have it. I'm not serving that church right now. I'll tell you that. You want that. If I didn't believe that, uh, that's one of those things I feel like, well, I believe I need to bring something up there. But we want that. Uh, uh, dear Sister sister Debbie uh, Klein, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'll ever forget this. One Sunday, and I think I've even mentioned this publicly, maybe not, doesn't matter. Uh, one Sunday, uh, we had all these visitors coming in, in the lunchroom, and, and, and she was just ecstatic. She was so ecstatic. Don't know if she'd remember, doubt if she'd remember this because it's more recent. But, uh, she, of course, she's up hugging everybody. Everybody. She, she's a hugger. She hugs everybody. But she turned looked at me and said, you know what? This is just, isn't this just wonderful? You know, and she said, it was almost like we, were, we, we used to be shunned. And now she was just, uh, just overflowing with joy. I think spiritual joy that these people that she had no clue who they were were walking in uh, to worship with us. And, uh, and she had that feeling, but that joy. So I'm thankful she had that. She still has joy now through Jesus Christ. Certainly she does. Because, and I tell you what, she has remained faithful, she and Brother Mel, both of them. Uh, so he, show, he's, he, he has shown us what is good. Uh, so he's not concerned with, he, he doesn't say, uh, well, yeah, you need to do this and then go through the logistics of this. We, we know those. We know those. Aren't you thankful that in the worship service, there's only a few of things that we need to kind of keep up with and uh, don't even have to be like other respective bodies, churches, local churches and, and, and beyond and all, uh, but certainly similar, and it helps. helps us as we get older to remember Oh, yeah, this is next. That's right. Uh, we can remember better. Now, in uh, Psalm 119, uh, Psalm, Psalm 119, I think I just want three verses here. And this is back uh, having to do with the heart. Verse, Psalm 119, verse 2. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. With the whole heart. I have so often seek, sought him, sought, let me get the right word, sought him half-heartedly. Half-heartedly. Well, I can, I can multitask. Not much. And I used to be better at it. But uh, sometimes we have to. All the, the programmers, computer people that work secular jobs and do that, and even that don't, that are doing stuff still at home on the computer and all. We have to multitask so, so many times. And I lose my train of thought there with something I was hanging on to in the back of my mind as I'm doing something just like I do at church. You know, some preachers say, well, I've lost my train of thought. But, uh, so uh, with, seek him with the whole heart. So this is the word of God. And, and so we must strive to do that. And, and he's, he delights in it. 
We want to, as people come in here, the, the primary thing that we want them to know, to realize, and to go away feeling was the spirit of Almighty God and his glory filling this house. If that happens, it don't matter if we get songs wrong and, 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 and missing them and all. God can fix that. But i got to tell you what, uh, yes, he knows we're singing. Jesus Christ is singing in the midst of the church, but he sees from our hearts. I tell you what, he knows if we are doing it half-heartedly. I want him to accept my sacrifice. Sitting here, worried about something, distracted, and Satan throwing his, shooting his arrows at me. No offense, Rena, uh, but uh, shooting his arrows at me uh, uh, and, and trying to get me uh, uh, off uh, uh, what I should be thinking about uh, with my whole heart. With my whole heart. That's what's important. Everything else will work out. If the Spirit of God, if He is present with us this morning, I hope it wasn't just me that the singing touched my heart, that it sounded good. We never know if that's not if that's going to happen, but it did. Uh, each one that led uh, was, was it was beautiful to my heart, and God hears that. Aren't you thankful uh, for that? Now jump down to the. Tenth verse, with my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let, let me not wander from thy commandments. Ecclesiastes 12, I think, verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. That is the whole duty of man. So that brings it all down simplified. The hard part is, okay, am, am I fearing God, revering him, respecting him as we should? I failed at that. It seemed like today all I'm doing is confessing my failures, but uh, you may be enjoying that. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, so uh, that, that's just, now one more verse here. I believe it is the 34th verse. Give me understanding. That's a big one. Give me understanding because we don't always have it. I'm, I'm selfish, and I think in the way of a minister and a pastor, and when I pray for understanding, that he'll give me understanding and, and judgment and so forth. Wisdom, that's hard. And I know where that comes from because I don't have it. I don't have it. Good. No, no amens. Um, give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. With my whole heart. That is pure, full dedication to God. And in saying these, these words to you, speaking these words, I look at so many of you, and you do such a better job than me. You think, well, surely the pastor's on target and in line and everything. No, not, no, not always. I have to fight it just like you do. And, and God's pleased with that. He delights in it. And we honor him with it. And so I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to give that to him. Now, in closing, the uh, 73rd Psalm. Psalm 73. Two verses here. 25. Psalm 73, 25. Whom have I in heaven but thee? 
And there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth. Here's a con- there's a confession to God. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart. There's your strength. That's how we can do this. We can do... He's not going to... Do, I, I, I don't... Brother Mark, maybe when he was here last Thursday, somebody recently mentioned that God's not going to tell you to do something that you can't do, that he's not going to give the power to do. He's given us the even the victory of Jesus Christ when he died on the cross. He gives he has given us that victory. That's the power we have to do this. Don't think, well, I'd, I'd, I'd try, but I, maybe I'll try partially and all. No, it's with, if you go away, with my whole heart, with all of my heart. And uh, even from First John chapter 3 and all. And, and sanctify yourself, separate yourselves, purify yourselves. Do righteousness because you are righteous. And because he is righteous, Brother Jeff, isn't he? He is right because he is. Strive to attain that. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. May God bless and keep you. I pray your forgiveness if I've gone astray in this. Otherwise, give God the praise. We'll sing a song now.